You are listening to the Pitch Invasion podcast, the podcast for football travelists. Welcome back to Pitch Invasion. We move our focus now to European football, more specifically the English game, where once again Manchester City, for the fourth time in the Premier League era, were crowned champions. And I saw that list. Uh, they're still so far behind the, the actual name that matters. It's, it's, it's quite farcical. But well, anyway, what name is that? Uh, let's not even get into that. Uh, Manchester, Manchester City, blue. they are the champions once again. And uh, on the line, we've got uh, John Goliath, uh, who's a keen Spurs fan. Uh, so I'm sure finishing, what was it, third? Uh, wasn't too terrible when it comes to Spurs, but... Uh, Again, it didn't really matter who finishes second down to down to six because the top two sides were so far ahead of everyone else. It wasn't really, it didn't make for a great Premier League season. I feel, John. I don't know uh, where you where you stand as far as that is concerned. Well, I, I don't really care at this point that this season, uh, this top four was so important for us. <laughs> In uh, I mean, uh, for for Spurs because. Obviously, we didn't spend the cent in the last two transfer windows. Mm. So many injuries to key players. Uh, you know, we were we were up there by you know sort of Christmas and then Boxing Day. Yeah. We lost to Wolves, and from there, sort of we fell apart. But and but um, and and there was there was a, a chance that we wouldn't make top four. But unfortunately, you know, Manchester United, Arsenal, um, and and I think even Chelsea to yeah. some extent. Although they they ended up third, were you know they nobody actually wanted the top four place it seemed, and there were some bizarre results at the end of the end of the campaign which um, gave the top two you know the chance they fought their own battle and eventually finished more than twenty points above the reach which is probably unheard of these days yeah um, you know in a in a league like the Premiership so um, I'm happy I'm happy for my team top four in the Champions League final. I think if you would have um, said to Mauricio Pochettino at the start of the season, um, you can have this, um, you'll probably take it with both arms. Absolutely, and I definitely agree with that, especially with the injuries that you've just uh, touched on. I mean, Harry Kane has been missing for quite some time, uh, you know, in different stages of the season. Human Son was away for a large part of the season uh, with the Asia Cup. Uh, at the back, you've had Sergio Rio, who has been missing in action through injury. Toby Adevarold has missed out uh, for some time. Jan Vertonghen as well. The, the list is just endless. And again, the fact that you guys didn't spend anything, which is still just you know remarkable to me, it just says a lot about the teams that finished below you guys and just how terrible uh, everyone else was. So uh, again, congratulations to Spurs uh, for making it into the top three, I mean the top four, and the season could yet get better and you guys are crowned champions. No, 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 no. Wait, Can wait. you imagine? I think John has I just... Uh, John, welcome to the show, first of all. Uh, I'm going to come into you two-footed with no stu- with studs up, right? Um, I think John is just going over the top here. Listen, I remember an Arsenal team that also had hardly spent you know, oh into the Emirates. Arsenal We're fans. in a Champions League semi-final with Almunia, Senderos, Juru, unpolished Alex Song. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? So, this Tottenham thing, we've seen this before. I'm not surprised by... No, at that time, Henri had gone. We went to a Champions League semi-final against Man United with the likes of Flamini, Almunia, Juru, Senderos, But did you make it past the Champions League semi-final? there's the question. Uh, we, 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 exactly. we had a red exactly. hot Manchester United. Uh, it doesn't matter because you didn't make it past. They've made it past now. You did. 
didn't make it pass. So, yeah, but the, so this the, argument the, the, doesn't make sense. They had a me. better quality side than you know. We did. They're Senderos. I mean, Senderos. Give me a break, John. Senderos. <laughs> Look, for, for Arsenal fans. I I I just want to you know what. Um, you probably won't hear this much. I, I, I will give credit to Tottenham in this They're regard. They're my team of the season, by the way. If I I'm not sure about that. I think I, I, I've season. got Wolves as team of the season. I will give Tottenham yeah. um, praise here in this regard. That, you know, I think every time a team has a once-in-a-generation team. Look, uh, this is not even about Arsenal-Tottenham banter now. But I think Tottenham, you know, is, is not in that established big club order yeah, of yeah. English football, right? They're probably on their way there. So when you look at what they've done in the last couple of years, they have signed players that pound for pound, that entire starting eleven could be starting in other big clubs if you just spread them out across yeah. and to have that sort of squad you know for a club like Tottenham on the payroll that they are I think is incredible because I mean we're sitting there with Arsenal we can't offload Mesut Ozil and he's 350,000 pound a week we had to fight to get Ramsey to stay because we couldn't pay him enough and I'm looking at people like Dele Alli, Christian Eriksen, Harry Kane Alderweireld, Hugo Lloris, that are sitting there on wages that at Arsenal mm. is probably what, you know, um, Slave. <laughs> Slave it's something that Iwobi or somebody's probably getting. And they're still, you know, performing yeah. and no complaints. And, and I think that's all down to Pochettino and just how he's managed and, to motivate the players. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think when Pochettino came from Southampton, um, I think the key thing for him was he took those scouts they had at Southampton because if you remember the last couple of years, Southampton has had some really decent sides. Yeah, that's, that's um, true. You know, some 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 guys that has gone to I think you know was he in the Henderson was he if I'm not mistaken, Jordan Henderson, yes, 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 yes. Um, the likes of Lalana. Yeah. Uh, you know there was Henderson is Rogers player. Fantastic. No, no, but he's saying that we. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they had, oh, yeah, but yeah. he came from yeah, Southampton. Yeah. So he had, so they had a fantastic scouting system. And I think he took the, those guys to Spurs. Mm. And I mean, they picked up Delhi Ali for like five mil. They got from MK Dons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about these, these scouts now. Yeah. They basically got him for five mil. Mm. They got Vertonghen. They basically, before, um, I mean, Ajax were always fashionable for selling players, Ajax Amsterdam. Mm. But over the last few years, our whole backline was basically made out of Ajax players. Yeah. Because they, because Pochettino um, and, um, and, you know, those guys, they wanted ball players who could play from the back. Mm. And obviously, when you get an Ajax, Ajax defender, he's always going to be able to play from the back yeah. because of his of his ball skills. And, and I mean, they, 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 bought, they bought a couple of other players. They picked up Lucas Mora, which is out for yeah. 20 mil from was PSG. That, but that's out. not enough. Yeah. 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 And now, and and and, and Min Son as well. We haven't even touched on. But I think that's that's for me. That's that's the biggest thing. And perhaps maybe with Liverpool as well. It's the same it, it, thing. Uh, uh, sorry, go on, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm saying the scouting has been brilliant, especially yeah. now um, in a in a time where you where you really can't compete with the big boys. Mm. When you want to, you because Spurs won't be able to to buy a Neymar. Or or, or or spend money on the continue. Yeah. Yeah. So they have to get players who are who are right out there. But then you know you've got a coach in Pochettino, who's actually who can bring out the best in them. And we've seen that over the last few years. 
and what he's sort of done with um, the likes of Dele Alli. Yeah. Um, Musa Sissoko, prime example. Last year, he was seen as a donkey. Mm. He was seen as a donkey with the first touch of an ex-murderer. <laughs> but, you know, the, but the guy is, has just been unbelievable. And, and, you know, he's the heart and soul of our team at the moment. Mm. And, you know, it's been absolutely brilliant to watch. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. I don't know where you got that uh, analogy from, but uh, I will definitely adopt it. But, uh, I mean, we're talking about the likes of Mora and uh, uh, Human Son. And I was trying to sort of you know, equated and, and, and compared to Liverpool as well, where in the, the, the crunch time, in the, the most important moments of the, of the season, these last few weeks, where, you know, you ha- didn't have the likes of Harry Kane to call upon and and, and Humin Son as well was missing through uh, suspension. The, the, there's been this little sort of narrative of an unlikely hero to come through and, and you know, and save the day. You know, you look at Liverpool, Divock Origi, Jorginho Arnaldo, who came off the bench and literally changed the game for Liverpool against Barcelona. With you guys, you had Lucas yeah. Moura, who, you know, there was a period during the season where he was hot and then for a couple of months, he went really cold and was starting off the bench. And then he comes in a yeah. game that is of extreme importance. And not only, you know, scores a hat-trick, but literally wins the game for you guys with the last kick of, you know, of, of, of the ball in the Champions League semi-final. So having that type of squad, having that type of, of, of mentality, the, the type of players who can do that for you is something that perhaps if you look at United, you look at Arsenal, you look at Chelsea, who didn't have the season. Spurs, Liverpool mm. and City, they had it and they had it in, in quite some abundance as well. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, you know we've always been criticised, especially over the last few years, for for making semi-finals. Um, we made the semi-final of the League Cup this year, and then we we lost on penalties to to Chelsea. And people were all, all, always regarded us as spotless. Mm. And you know, for forty-five minutes in that Champions League semi-final. Um, uh, I thought it was gone. Really, I, after two 0 down, I actually wanted to go sleep, to cry, to go cry myself to sleep. And but I, I just watched it as a courtesy. Um, and and you know, it was probably the best 35 minutes of my sort of footballing experience of supporting Spurs. Yeah, it was just fantastic. And and that all comes down to I think you know um, a, a bit of uh, maybe a bit of belief and a bit of a look here. For the first time, actually, we are on this big stage. Mm. We are here. We didn't. We didn't get here by accident. Mm. Um, although it was, although it was probably one hell of a fight because I mean, we had three points. We had one point from three games yeah. in the group. And if you remember, Lucas Moura scored a late goal against Barcelona in the last game of the group stages. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which actually, which 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 actually then took us through mm. and from there you know the stars has been aligning we've been uh, beat beat Dortmund you know came through unlikely win against City yeah. um, in, in that tie and, and again another unlikely win now and you know the stars are aligning <laughs> for Spurs and I think you know this could be you know one of the greatest probably stories um, in the mould of sort of a Leicester winning uh, uh, winning the Premier League. That's, that's, it's you know, not going to happen. It, it's, it's not going to happen. Listen <laughs> <laughs> to this Liverpool fan. At the I, start of the season. I mean, at the start of the season, yeah. who would have thought that Spurs would be in the, in the Champions League final? Yeah, if you no, look at nobody. if you look but at you all the teams, well. so this is, uh, you know, well. the stars are aligning. Are, are you going to you going to have my support in the Champions League final? I can tell you that much. Uh, as far as Liverpool are concerned, I have no bone in me. There's no <laughs> piece of DNA in me that will ever support Liverpool in anything. 
And uh, as such, Tottenham United. <laughs> that's precisely United. Manchester Spurs. That's 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 what it is. Uh, but uh, yeah. speaking of Liverpool, let's touch a bit on <laughs> what has been a remarkable season of their own. I mean, a, a historic season in many ways. Ninety-seven. I'm not sure if mm. anyone can ever get ninety. Was it ninety-seven points and still not win the league? Um, <laughs> Imika, from where you're sitting as a Liverpool fan, how do you even start? Explain to, this to Barkley, yeah, please. Yeah, please. Uh, it's, it's not a debacle. It's, it's, inc- um, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else you expect the boys to do. They to win the league. <laughs> well, you know, uh, they did their own job. Which they, was? they, which was win um, as many games as much here. as they can, and uh, they lost only one game in the season. They won everything, and well, just wasn't to be because Man City had the points better. And if I try to 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 find where that one point came from, mm. it's it's looking at more the Emirates and more, against Arsenal. No, it's looking more and more. Like the game at Anfield that Liverpool didn't beat Man City because Man City beat them um, away from home. So that's that's the one point difference. It's not even that the Man City beat them; it's the fact that Liverpool didn't beat them at home. And 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 Pep, uh, to his credit, in that game, uh, for once played very negative, because uh, to 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 negative. He's to, won the league because of that. No, no I, I agree. Yes, but I'm saying to 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 what I was asked earlier about whether I t- I thought uh, Liverpool would be Barcelona for nil. If any team plays the way Barcelona and City play. And the attack against Liverpool, they'll they'll be exposed and they'll be hit because Liverpool thrives on those kind of um, scenarios. But yeah. you know, congratulations to, to Man City. They they thoroughly have shown that um, they 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 are going to take a lot to to stop. Um, the the great thing is that Man City wants so badly to win the Champions League, and you know maybe we have something to. Yeah, but you guys also wanted so badly to win the league. Listen, we do, we this, do. Uh, no, we, no, no, we, no. We do. Liverpool have choked. You know what? I I know Liverpool. No, we haven't choked, I, Amika. How can you say we choked? Amika, I've been in this situation. Before. No, we did not choke, Amika. Define choke. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to define it, right? Yeah, Nine points clear. I, 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 I'm going to define choke. No, it was never one. It was, it was seven right? points. I've been in the stage before as a teenager. You see a nice girl. She's beautiful. <laughs> you cannot believe your luck. And it's just the both of you. And the words just don't come out right for you to get that pick. The words, you, you just cannot string the right sentence or the right Mac. And boom, there she goes, end of the night. And, you know, her WhatsApp status is unavailable for the next two. What's that word was mix it? A mix it status is unavailable for the next two weeks. And my chance is gone. That's exactly what Liverpool did. They were there. They just needed to do the right thing. And they blew it. You had an opportunity to go 10 points ahead. And you blew it. The other problem... I said about Liverpool. John, uh, you know what? They, they need to roll back what I said about Liverpool uh, regarding the number nine and Roberto mm. Firmino. Yeah. I said that there is no way in hell a team is going to win a league title without a number nine leading the line. Did you check that rhyme? Right? <laughs> I said it that Roberto Firmino is going to be Liverpool's a biggest... false line. <laughs> exactly false. The, the key word there is false. Right? And I said it that, you know, I just cannot see how a team is going to win any league title where the number nine, the guy up front, is not in some way leading in terms of goals within the team. Never That's, mind the that league. That theory right? doesn't, doesn't hold water. Of who was top scorer in the league? Leicester. Who was top scorer in the league? How did Leicester no, do who it? Who was top scorer in the league? Aubameyang. And who? 
Oh, I just remember Bobby. I don't know the other two guys. No, no, Amika, I get that. But they have Salah and Mane. But they are we're, not we're leading. Joined, they, it doesn't matter. It does. That's they why you didn't win the, the league. Goals. That's why you didn't win the league. How do you. How do you Sergio Aguero. Can, hello? How many goals does he score? But he led the line for Man City, right? Let's, let's go through win, this. Yeah. John, let's go through this, right? Let's go through this, okay? Never mind. Put Amika aside. Let's go through this, right? Um. <laughs> Bayern Munich, right? They look like they're going to win the league, okay? Who's leading the line there? Robert Lewandowski, okay? Barcelona, Messi or Suarez, okay? Syria, Cristiano Ronaldo, Tibal and Mandzukic, they've led the line. But I'm talking about the front guys. Forget the guys that come out wide and score, yeah. okay? You look at Man City, Sergio Aguero, right? And I'm looking at Liverpool and I'm thinking... Where's Roberto Firmino in that conversation? Because the lack of his productivity up front as the number nine, as the guy leading the line, has cost Liverpool. He had that one good game against Arsenal. People were already putting him as a Ballon d'Or candidate. And that was it after that. But I have to to agree, though, with my my, my Liverpool fight there. Uh Is that, I mean, um, uh, the way Liverpool play, um, Bobby Firmino is probably responsible for two-thirds of their goals in terms of two-thirds of uh, Mane's goals and Salah's goals because mm. of his hold-up play. Mm. So, but he still uh, and, needs you know, to chip in without your, without your leading yeah, yeah, no, man. Yes. I mean, look at Leicester. But, but look at Leicester. Scored, without you, Firmino, I know Mane scored Firmino an assist, but without Vardy, Firmino, Firmino, that league title is not coming. Firmino has scored more than 20 goals this season. Okay, what, 14 in the community? What, 14 in the Carabao Cup? <laughs> six in the league? <laughs> that doesn't count, right? No, he scored 12 in the league. Okay. But he I, scored 12 I, in the I, league. That, that's, that's, Pogba scored 13 in the league. How about that, right? So that's what I'm saying is that for Liverpool, I, look, Firmino is a good player. I know he draws Firmino, Firmino defenders plays, that opens for Salah and Mane, mm. but his lack of no, goals he, has ultimately no, cost Liverpool. No, let's, let's no, he, played, he played the first half of the season as a number ten. Let's let instead of focusing too much on on Liverpool, uh, who came second. Let's 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 you know take the conversation to, towards Manchester City. And again, we asked this question with Sundowns and how it is that they won the league locally. Uh, how did Manchester City? Uh, who I guess at one stage were, were fighting for the quadruple. How did they they come back from the seven point deficit uh, at the turn of the year to win this league? Uh, did the the fact that maybe they were kicked out of the Champions League help in that regard? I think the way I look at Manchester City, it's uh, I mean I'm going to use a boxing analogy here, right? If you look at any championship boxer when they fight against the number one contender or the guy that, you know, is, you know, the hot prospect, Mm. the early rounds, you know, seldom go to the champ because Mm. the guy, you know, he's feeling himself. He's got the crowd behind him. He's throwing in the first, you know, few big shots and the champion is backed up on the ropes a few times. And then eventually the class of the champion comes out where the middle to the later rounds and the championship rounds, you start seeing the quality of the champion. And I think that's exactly what Manchester City did. Because in the early stages, you had Liverpool really, you know, uh, throwing out all the punches. They were putting fours, fives, you know, Patrick's left, right and centre. And Man City was sort of just, you know, keeping it, you know, at, at good distance. And then eventually, when, you know, the true test came after the Christmas period, which is where, you know, from about, you know, just before that February period, where you start to see the real um, sort of like the mantle of teams in terms of, you know, how strong they are. I think that came out in Man City and there's a reason why they're champions because they've been through this period. And that's something that Pep took him aback in his first season was that, 
turn of uh, the, the new year where he struggled in his first season. And I think he realized, because remember, in the turn of the new year, you've got FA Cup, you know, if you're still in the community shield and the game's flying in left, right and center, Champions League kicks in in February. So the schedule is massive. period where you didn't rest. Exactly. So I think he learned how to manage that and he had the squad to do that. And as true champions, they just waited it out. And like I said, with that boxing analogy, you know, the, the class eventually came through. Uh, John, I want to I ask you. Sorry, before, before you go there, yeah, they, yeah. they won 14 games on the trot. Mm. And that's, I mean. Which was, I think, the first time. Yeah. In 14 the games. Of the league that's Their been last 14 yeah. games of the season they yeah. won. And, you know, it's, it's pretty much like how, how, only how Chelsea won the league. Because Chelsea started the season, last season, Chelsea won the league mm. uh, on that country. They started very poorly and then they went on this winning run. And once you win, if you, the more you win games, the more you get three points and so on and so forth. So uh, at the point where Liverpool had had the advantage, there were games that Liverpool drew, mm. um, especially against Leicester. They also drew with United. Mm. Um, and, and when you know you join those games and City are winning, you know, so and Aquero scoring, club, yeah. uh, uh, club. And for and for for City, I think uh, the one thing that helped them in the last few games when they were they were really under a lot of pressure. But they managed defensively. They, they kept 13 clean sheets. Mm. They also um, they also did um, something remarkable. They were winning the games 1-0. Yeah. Um, there were games, for instance, against Leicester where, um, you know, they, they didn't, with all their strikers and all of their players, they kept passing and Leicester kept them at bay until, you know, company, company had yeah. to produce something out of the, the heart. And then, of course, um, you had moments where, you know, in certain games. I mean, in that game, they also got lucky. Um, Kelechi Henacho comes on for Leicester, gets it a chance, mm. and on his, on his favorite <laughs> foot, foot, and a moment to to actually tell Pep, you were wrong to let me go, and then he misses that. Um, so wrong to let me go. Pep sent him there. So, so when you have, when you have um, those kind of scenarios, a combination of great work, mm. uh, good defensive work, and if you look at it, I mean, uh, um, uh, Ederson. Was only pipped by by Allison to the Golden Glove by one one extra clean sheet he kept yesterday. Mm. So you know credit to 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 Pep and and you know that he had Liverpool push them to that level and he still won mm. just tells you that he would take a lot to to push off the the peg. Pitch Invasion is the podcast for football travellers. To contribute to the show, pose a topic of debate, or just complain about your favourite team, send us a WhatsApp voice note on plus two seven. 609-216977. That's plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven. Or send us a text message starting with hashtag pitch invasion. Remember to follow the Pitch Invasion podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username Pitch Invaded. Uh, before we talk about the, the Champions League final and the Europa League final, uh, John, I want to ask you, um, uh, as far as the other five teams in this top six uh, are concerned, how far behind Manchester City are they? And I'm asking this now, I'm looking at next season. Uh, can we expect or should we expect maybe two or three of the other five teams to just to be a bit closer, not really have one challenger? Because I guess if you're Manchester City and you only have one challenger for the title, it's easier compared to when you have another yeah. two teams that are really pushing you extremely hard. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be extremely hard to, to catch Man, Man City. Uh, I don't think Liverpool will have the sort of season again where they get 97 points. Mm. 
Um, I think it's uh, and 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 even City getting 98 points. I think it's going to be closer to probably um, 91, 92 points yeah. next year. Um, having said that, though, you know you look at you look at the nearest competitors. You look at a, a Chelsea uh, with a transfer ban, mm. um, and they might even lose Hazard to Real Madrid in the yeah. off season. Um, so you you can't see them really improving. Um, um, especially under Sari, I think with his with his stubbornness, um, what we seen what we seen this year. Um, you look at Arsenal and and I think they've they've lost a, a, a really top guy in Ramsey, the heart mm. and soul of that team. And when he when he doesn't play, and we saw that in the last couple of games of the season, uh, where they were actually you know in pole position to try and beat Spurs to the top four, yeah. you know they failed because they don't have the heart. Um, and and nice. they need and they need to 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 find that guy. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know that Vieira type guy there too can actually you know roll them forward because they've got this soft underbelly yeah. Arsenal and especially in, in this league where you go and uh, you know the old expression on a cold night at Stoke yeah. um, they seem to be to be faltering John the question um, is not so about Arsenal <laughs> <and Manu>, <laughs> John the question is not about no, Arsenal no, damn it you're I, bashing I us my goodness Chelsea. I started I started with yeah but you're spending more Chelsea. time on Arsenal move on to Man United <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm going to Man United yeah. now. I'm going to Man United. And, Take your time you know, here. Really, we have as much time <laughs> as we need. <laughs> and, you know, I'd, 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 be, I'd be surprised next season if Ole makes it to Christmas. Sure. sure. I'm going to put my neck out now and say Ole Christmas. is not going to make it I was Christmas. thinking more like, you know, the first uh, round of the Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got yeah. further than me. So why do you say that, John? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know, you, he's not the type of coach United needs. I think they they thought um, and they, they let go of Mourinho, mm. which which I which I actually think suits them better because they need a, a, a top, top guy, um, you know, who's well-respected and, um, uh, uh, you know, a, a guy that everybody looks up to and a guy people will play for, mm. like a, a Jurgen Klopp, who also... Um, who's got maybe a better personality than Mourinho in terms of, you know, dressing room antics and, yeah. and getting the best out of players. They, they need a club type guy. And I think I think Ole is too soft, first of all. Um, I think he's too soft and, and I don't think he's got the, the experience, though, mm. to, to, to lead a, a big club like Man United. Um, yeah, I was I was so relieved that you know they they appointed him permanently because I could see you know Pochettino going there and I could I could see him being the sort of fit they actually need. Yeah, M- mind point. you, John. Um, mind you, John. Um, um, I mean, I was telling friends of mine that you know it's possible that they could give. I mean, a, a reporter asked Pochettino about his future post the Champions League semi-final Ajax, and he didn't say anything concrete. And that, to me, was sort of the smoke that any United fan is hoping to see. Because you're yeah. hoping that smoke, in the long run, is leading <laughs> to that fire where they fire yeah. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and they give him a golden handshake and, you know, they give him lifetime, you know, tickets to the stadium and his kids can come play at the academy yeah. and his grandkids and a massive deal for Pochettino. I know getting Pochettino at Old Trafford would cost United in the 60-something million, right? But what's that to Man United? Exactly, that's nothing. And especially, but you know, with Pochettino at this point, um, he's had this project now with the last 
four or five years with yeah. Spurs. And this project has been basically coming along nicely. He's built a team mm. um, and he's he's got to a Champions League final. He's got to the top four again. If he goes to United, um, does he feel, does he have the energy, does he, you know, does, is he in the right frame of mind to start over again, mm. to build a team from scratch? Um, because uh, um, a lot of the dispersed team is put together piece by piece. And, you know, um, you know we don't know what's going to happen on the 1st of June, but that could be the culmination of, you know, what, what he has done. And then, yeah. you know, would, uh, that would allow maybe for Daniel Levy to give him free reign now and, you know, maybe open the checkbooks. Although I don't think we've got money. I think we first have to pay off the stadium. Mm. Um, at the moment before but you know that's going to be important and United now they've already spent an enormous amount of money United spend a lot of money and now they've got to spend again now in this transfer window to try and rebuild the team mm. um, and you know the, I don't know if they will be able to I, I don't think they'll make the top four either next year mm. I, yeah I think from you know from a United fans perspective what's going to be really key is whether we start next season with De Gea and Pogba. If we don't, well, it's just going to be even worse than what it is right now. If we do, and we maybe get in another three or four players, you know, that are of some sort of ability, then we're talking a different story. Because, again, you look at Chelsea and their inability to, to build. You look at Arsenal and, again, you know, they're going to have... Obviously, that front three is still really good, but there's still a lot of areas where I'm not sure if Emery's going to be able to, 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 to you know, have a look yeah. at. Then United have got a chance. It's just, yeah, no, this season is something that we can easily uh, forget and uh, forget quite because you must Because well. you must remember that the transfer window is going to be difficult this time around. Mm. Because you've got Barcelona looking to, to bolster. You've got Real Madrid in dire need That's of true. bolstering. Yeah. Um, and and so you've got you've got Juventus. I think is also going to put in a couple of big plays mm. um, to because they 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 won a Champions League final. They need they need they need to make sure that this investment in Ronaldo also yeah. culminates they need, in the Champions they need, League they need final. Someone so, to, to, to so cross the ball to, be, to Ronaldo, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's going to be this champion. So so teams like Man United mm. uh, will not be playing Champions League. Arsenal, who still has a chance yeah. um, in the Europa League final, playing Champions League. But I think if you if you're not in the Champions League, you're not going to get the cream of the crop. Um, and there's going to be a fine fight for season. those Ajax yeah. kids also next season. Uh, that's a very good point you make. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the fact that Barcelona and Madrid are, and Juventus are going to be, uh, in fact, and even Bayern are going to be going pretty deep into the PSG transfer. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, it does leave United in a bit of a, a spot of bother. But it's something that I'm sure the coffers and uh, all the money that United have, uh, they will try and sort out using all that cash. But uh, let's quickly now uh, focus on the two finals coming up before we let you go. Uh, one, of course, features. yes. Your team and uh, that other red team. Uh, I mean, if if if, <laughs> if you were to put your heart uh, heart and head, where does the the head say, you know, the the, the title is going, and the heart. So start with the head look, and give us the heart. <laughs> look, if um, I would have been really happy if we'd played the Champions League final on Wednesday, <laughs> because how do you? Because Jurgen Klopp basically has got two weeks to pick this Liverpool team up yeah. who got to 97 points and still didn't win the, the, the Premier League. I'm telling you, they're hurting. Mm. They're hurting at the moment. The fans are hurting. 
Um, so they've got basically maybe give them a week off, couple of days off um, I, I, to relax and then come back and focus again. And, um, so I would have loved to have played them on Wednesday. But as far as Spurs is concerned, I think the two weeks anyway is fantastic break because we just looked really tired towards the end of the season. I think we were stretched uh, as a squad. Uh, we don't have a big squad. Uh, um, and, you know, there was been a lot of mixing and matching. We saw Ericsson playing in four different positions over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, we saw, we, we, we've seen um, Son running his socks off. Um, everybody running their socks off. So I think that these two weeks um, is going to be crucial and getting some rest, but also getting Harry Kane back. Mm, that's that I think really is going yeah. to be if um, if if we get him to if we get him to Madrid, I think we've got more. We've got a, a 50-50 shot at actually winning. You know, it's a final, mm. um, and 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 finals are strange things, especially at neutral venues. Um, so if if we were playing if we were playing at Anfield, mm. I would have said you know it's going to be difficult, but it's a neutral venue. It's a one-off. Anything can happen, and you know. Both teams have showed that they have the bottle to to go and do it. So, yeah. um, I, my my head says my head still says it's going to be difficult, but my heart obviously says it's going to be Tottenham all the way. <laughs> okay, uh, so Tottenham all the way for the Champions League final. Uh, the lesser of the finals, the one that really nobody cares about, uh, will be Chelsea and uh, Arsenal. Um, and as far as that is concerned, where do you see that one going? I do care about it because I want Chelsea to keep Arsenal out of the Champions League. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> the, um, the, the, the lesser, the lesser of the two evils, as far as Spurs fans are concerned, they both are very evil. But the lesser <laughs> of the two evils, come on, you Blues! <laughs> All so, the way. Um, uh, which is actually, but, but I think Chelsea would actually be favourites um, if they've got. They've, if they've got their best team on the park, um, you know, during when uh, for the final, uh, man for man, I think they should beat beat Arsenal. Arsenal's got a fantastic front line. I think probably uh, right up there with with um, with Liverpool, Man City, and Spurs. But that unfortunately, central midfield and the centre backs are absolute disasters. <laughs> And if you can, if that's you can, that same disaster you know, get, we took to the them. Tottenham Stadium and nearly turned you upside down. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, but your man missed your man missed uh, the penalty, which would have actually gotten you into the jail. Yeah, he, he's evolved since then. He's yeah, evolved this since is, then. This is the <laughs> <laughs> who wants and Tottenham have this year? No, look, you sorry. Know. No, 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 no. Before you, you, before you stammer, who wants and Tottenham today? <laughs> St. Tottenham's, was it? St. Tottenham's. Tottenham's what? Sorry, St. Tottenham's, at the end of the season, there's usually the one day where, where who, the, the title for St. Tottenham's Day is is who wins, who finished top between Arsenal and Tottenham. Yeah, uh, we've already won that title. <laughs> that St. Tottenham's Day has been cancelled. <laughs> it's been cancelled three years in a row now. <laughs> Most people don't actually know what the youngsters coming through doesn't know what that means. <laughs> 
John, thank you so much for your, for your take on uh, the English game. And uh, I certainly, as a United fan, hope it goes exactly as you've just uh, planned, uh, as you just laid out uh, Spurs to win the Champions League final and Chelsea to win the Europa League final as well. Uh, we'll uh, hopefully thank maybe you. get a chance to chat to you as well after those finals and we could just have a look back on the two matches. But up until then, do take care uh, of yourself and uh, thank you once again for your time. Fantastic, guys. Thanks for having me and all the best for the future. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Okay, so uh, before we do actually wrap up, we have to, uh, I mean, we've already touched on it, but uh, a bit of a mini preview uh, to that final. Say, uh, Imika, John goes, head, it's going to be difficult, heart, spurs. Uh, are you are you uh, at liberty to share what you feel is going to happen come the 1st of June? Um, I, I think that, you know, the, the final mm. is the perfect setting for 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 Liverpool's end of season and mm. with the momentum that they've they've come through and how how well they've done, um, I think that you know that, that one game against Tottenham, uh, they're coming in with experience from last year. Last year, there were moments in that game where you know especially after Salah went off where they kind of lost their head and then of course they they, they weren't helped by by the mistakes by by the goalkeeper because they did come back in that game. And you know the, the two of the goals, the last two goals, were just down to to poor goalkeeping. Um, I think that um, to a large extent, you know, they finished the game against Wolves with a clean slate because Allison stepped up and, and he also did very big against Barcelona in the first half because people tend to forget that Barcelona had chances in the first half yeah. of that game. Mm -hmm. And there were even moments where it was Messi one-on-one -on -one and, and he pulled off some saves. So uh, they're coming in with a lot more experience. They're coming in, you know, with uh, motivation to try and make up for, for losing that. And for Spurs, um, you know, it's going to be a very difficult game because Spurs um, also found themselves somehow in the finals. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's going to be a very, very competitive game. I, I hope we get Hurricane back so that it's, it's a, lot, a lot more competitive. I usually don't like when, you know, big players miss out. You know, as a fan, I want Liverpool to win. But, you know, as, as someone who works in the game, I think that we're going to see a very, very um, competitive final. And I think that it could go either way because you never know with a one-leg final. But I, I have a lot more confidence in, in um, the ability for Liverpool to, to win that game besides Tottenham struggles really, really, yeah. really against Liverpool. And um, the the second game of the season season at Anfield, it was it was really tight mm. uh, until uh, you know it seemed like maybe even Loris gifted them um, that goal. So that if if you look at that as a, as a as a as a good benchmark, then we're up for a good final. But I I am very convinced that um, they will win. If if it's any consolation, the fact that people have been having a go at both uh, Jurgen Klopp and and Pochettino, that both of them, you know play good football, they've had their teams, you know, and their fans all excited and they haven't won anything. We know for a fact that one on one of them will, will win and I hope at the end of the day it's Liverpool, so I'll be happy. <laughs> I think I think this is, a, 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 for Klopp, this is a, a terrible team to play in a once-off game because when it comes to motivational, you know, Klopp, I mean, he's, he's right up there, but Poch is right up there as well. So you know, so, in sorry, terms of motivating he, he's got, team, Klopp has got a very remarkable record. Mm. Um, in that his, his record in finals is terrible. No, I mean, I mean, I mean I'm not even talking about finals. I'm saying that yeah. you know, after losing three nil, mm. a lot of people were saying you know he has this record where he's never lost whenever he has to play against play two legs. Mm. So when when at three nil, everyone was saying you know 
Um, that record is going because, you know, Barcelona has been in them training and, and what have you, and then he pulled something out of it, uh, pretty much how he did against Dortmund in the Europa League a few years ago. So now he has to, to, to go a step forward and try and exercise the ghost of losing, you know, more finals because in, in, in the last three seasons, he's improved the team so much, but it seemed to have come short. Mm. Um, you know, losing in the League Cup final, losing in the Europa League final, losing in the Champions League final last season, and then also losing in the league. Um, you know, which is funny because they, they went all the way to 97 points. <laughs> you know, uh, someone said some, something to me yesterday um, about them winning the goalkeeper, best goalkeeper, best defender, best player, best... Uh, two players were top top scorers, and <laughs> losing only one game and, and and still coming second. I mean, it's. I mean, I've I've had it enough. Really I, had a, I had to switch up my phone last night because all of my friends it from sucks. everywhere oh, I can imagine reminded me that, that we were second. But you know, I can imagine uh, just how much that. Just like um, hurts I just hope that that on June first. Oof, all of that is lose. taken out imagine of the way. Imagine if they lose that Champions League final I, I as well. Honestly, oh, you know, my gracious. two cents worth in this, I, I honestly think um, Liverpool are going to win. I just think, you know what, the, um, the firepower that Liverpool have that they displayed against Barcelona cannot be ignored. And I mean, you know, to put four past Barcelona, I think, you know... Even as a neutral fan, I, I find it difficult, you know, for any team after that to stop you when you've had that level of confidence, to be honest to you. And I mean, I know Spurs had a turnaround themselves, but they didn't beat Barcelona 4-0. Yeah. And I think that to me will just be the catalyst, you know, to their motivation to seeing it through. And I also, you know, in a strange way, I, I kind of want Liverpool to win it. You know, yes, because I don't want Spurs to win it. But also just for African football, I, I can't remember the last time a team won the Champions League where African players were at the center of that victory. And I think this is a great opportunity for African football. We've had it in the Premier League with Obama Yang, Salah and Mane winning the top goal scorer. I think here's another opportunity for African football, uh, especially on an attacking front. You know, to be yeah, glorified yeah, which, which again. Which is weird because it's the one thing we are always accused of. We don't we don't score goals. Exactly. In Africa, so so I, I really think you know it's it's a bigger story for African football if Liverpool do win it because you have Mane and Salah having led that and team. Keita as well. Keita. Keita, but you know, to a large uh, extent, Joel, you know, Mane and Salah are the you know the the protagonists here. And I think that, to me, will just be a tremendous story for African football if Liverpool do win it. Also, I mean, building up, of course, to AFCON uh, 2019. Yes. So it's just going to be a good time if that does happen. I, I tend to agree with you as far as that is concerned. Quickly, uh, uh, Europa League. Um, yeah, your team up against Chelsea. Uh, I mean, look, we're going to touch on this, uh, you know, as we get closer to it. But uh, just in terms of a, a quick... Based on where the two just, teams are. You know, right? where the two teams are, you know, with Chelsea, there's only one guy we're afraid of, which is Eden Hazard. And I mean, the last time we played Chelsea, in fact, both games at the bridge and uh, remember, at the Emirates, right? We we Olivier beat them. Giroud. No, no, he can come. I don't really not bother, right? So, you know, we, we handled Chelsea quite well at the at Stamford Bridge, mm -hmm. right? We even led and we should have gone on to win that game by yeah. a couple of goals. We were unlucky. But we did the business the second time around when they came to the Emirates. And I think, you know, one thing that you have to give Una Emi praise for, he's taken the fear away, you know, from playing the bigger sides. I mean, guys, he only lost to Manchester City mm -hmm. twice. You know, the only time was that lost to Liverpool, but we drew at the Emirates. Other than that, he's beaten, you know, Man City, I mean, he's beaten Man United, he's beaten Tottenham, and he's beaten Chelsea. So 
that fear of a big team against Arsenal, I don't have it anymore. And in a one-off game, I think we are more dangerous than Man than Chelsea because in a one-off game, Chelsea, it's obvious where they're relying in terms of the source of their inspiration and goals for us. It's coming from everywhere. It's coming from Aubameyang. It's coming from Lacazette. And if you're not careful, uh, someone like Mkhitaryan can punish you. Iwobi on his day can also come up with a few things. So for me, in all honesty, I think Arsenal are going to pip Chelsea. Okay, we're going to touch on this, uh, you know, as we get closer, obviously, to the Europa League. But, I, I, um, I, I think, I, I think Arsenal win yeah. uh, for the singular reason that Unai Emery is the king of the Europa League. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's done it over and over with Sevilla. And, Four times. And I think I think he took Arsenal to that to that even when Sevilla. you know what, what was really funny. What was really funny about Arsenal's run in the Europa League is that you know you will see Arsenal stumble in the league game. Over the weekend, they'll even lose back-to-back -back games, but you know they'll get into the Europa and somehow they'll they'll click. I think he 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 finds he's more comfortable with that format. He spent one year in England and probably might need might be better prepared for the for the league next season. Yeah. But uh, the Europa format, he was comfortable with how how to play his uh, his, his team. And I mean, if it's some some consolation, he was coach of Sevilla when the the um, they beat Liverpool. Mm. Um, you know. Not, not too long ago, so um, uh, sorry, maybe he needs to get some more packs. <laughs> <laughs> On that bombshell, <laughs> we are going to wrap up, but uh, again, yeah, we'll touch uh, a bit more detail perhaps on both the Champions League and Europa League uh, finals as we continue. Uh, we're looking forward to what's going to be a fantastic, I guess, official wrap of uh, the European leagues as well when it comes to those two uh, competitions. But uh, do remember as well that the Kosafa Cup as well as the AFCON is also coming up. And as well as uh, <laughs> the I think a lot of people Cup. have forgotten about this, the Netbank Cup final. Yeah, uh, and the know, Women's Nine against uh, 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 CS Galaxy. Uh, that's going to be interesting for those who are invested. I've taken my, invest <laughs> my investments well out of Kaza Chiefs. Thank you very much. But uh, yeah, uh, by this time next week, we'll know who's the NetBank Cup uh, winner. And of course, they'll be going on to play CAF Confederation Cup football. So yeah, uh, good luck. TS Galaxy versus Coma here. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. <Michael. laughs> well, it's, 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 it's probably a chance for, for Chiefs to remedy their season. It's not going to be a remedy. It's not in. Re it's not remedy enough. Well, it's the final. It's the end of the season, and you know it's uh, it's in Durban, so they've got, they've, got, they've, got, they've got they've got a massive fan base there. So yeah. I think that you know a, a the win, stadium alone, please. A win, a win in that game um, will kind of make up for what has been a very, Dismal. very, very uh, poor season for them. Um, but. Um, if they lose to Tears Galaxy. Leave the stadium alone, please. <laughs> if it does happen, just, yeah, just walk out in shame, please. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be something to look forward to as well. As the FA Cup final, that's also coming up soon, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Pep, yeah, Pep, it's the same, same day same as the Netbank Cup final. Okay, Pep, so next Pep, Saturday is going Pep to be had a target of, of um, a quadruple on his post, mm. um, and that is maybe... Kind of he, gets, he gets his domestic trouble which no one has ever done so <laughs> yeah okay uh, so before we do close officially um, PSL Awards the nominees have just been released over the past uh, couple of hours and uh, the one big thing that uh, has been surprising for me no Gaston Sirino uh, in any of uh, the uh, categories which is absolutely remarkable he's been 
you know, arguably Sundowns' best player. But uh, when it comes to the main ones, the goalkeeper of the season, Peter Lewenberg, Ronan Williams, Dennis Onyago, they'll be playing for that. Uh, there is the players' player and footballer of the season nominees, uh, Temiko Siloch, Tembazwani, Shrampokekana. So those, one of those three will walk away with uh, the big gong. The defender of the season, Tamsang Namkize of uh, Cape Town City, Ricardo Nascimento and Sifiso Shanti. Uh, those are pretty much, yeah, the important ones. At Talcom Knockout Player of the Season, uh, Chipazeze, Elvis Chipazeze, Temikosi Lodge, Utuduzi Mdantane. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, really the big thing is that Gaston Sirino is not uh, in any of the categories, which I must say I'm a bit surprised about. Yeah, it's a real surprise, but I think, you know, um when I hear, you know, some of the nominees, I think, you know, you cannot deny some of the guys. So I think, you know, one guy not being there, yeah, it's okay. It's not like, you know, Pogba's inclusion in the PFA team oh, of the season. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, we have those to look forward to as well next uh, Sunday, taking place in Durban after the European Cup final. So uh, still a lot of domestic and, of course, European football to look forward to. But for now, my name is Dwazi Zikobu. Hola, Makwaza. Um, Emeka Inyadike, the UEFA Champions League uh, winner in okay. waiting. Well, uh, uh, sorry, uh, please, let's play that clip again after, literally, we're going to start with that after the Champions League final. Please, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs>